This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Believe it! It's time. Talk time. Let's go. Anime, comics, movies, and games, come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games, come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games, come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games, come on and let's get it. Talk time. Live. Started in the 80s with Matt Cross. Dudes in the hood might have called that soft, but I carried that cross like Jesus did. Fast forward, I teach the kids to learn how to let go, live life, and show love to all things that don't matter. Where y'all from? And luckily, there's a show called Talk Time. We've been waiting for this for a long time. Dax kicks the facts on all the geek news. Special guests and unbiased reviews. Suburban kids, the hipster street dudes. All can learn something new. Me too. I heard words, but no faith is empty. I stayed the course, so my haters tempt me. Beep the podcast, that'll make them envy. It ain't too trendy. It's ACMG. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Now come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Now come on. And let's get it. Talk time. Anime comics, movies and games. The come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime comics, movies and games. The come on and let's get it. Talk time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Journal of My Life that covers all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the Prime Show. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. Folks, we got some really, really, really surprising news this week, especially in the world of DC. Uh, Before I even get to any of this, I have to address this, and on this unfortunate news, um, in the... Believe it or not, in the wrestling world, this is unrelated to anything that we got, but it is very important that I mention this right now. Um, first of all, I'm sure everybody, even outside of the wrestling world, knows. Uh, rest in peace, Shad Gaspar. Um, true hero, true father. You know, looked out for his son and saved him while being uh being caught in a tide at the beach that they normally go to their family go to and the tides were high uh the coast guards couldn't save both of them shad went out of his way to say go save his son and unfortunately he got caught into the tide and unfortunately even more they found the body so i loved shad and um crime time and i the, the whole entire uh crime time you know click that was in wwe at the time they were so charismatic and they were so good at what they were doing and i it was just one of the things that i thought that wwe really dropped the ball on because i mean before the new day was out it was these guys and one the one bad part was that wwe had them as a stereotypical black gimmick and that kind of rubbed me the wrong way because it's like we're at and we're in the 2000s now we're still trying to you know 
for, you know, we're still trying to focus on this is what black people are and this is how we represent it. And that part to me really pissed me off, which is why I'm really grateful that the New Day went out of their way to change their look and gimmick and become what they wanted to be in there as well. So, but even further, they weren't going to go that far, no matter how much the crowd loved them. And it was just sad, but you know, they moved on, they were released, they were moved on. Shad actually became an actor and did some other things. And everybody said that he was a very nice guy. He was extremely nice. And he kind of, I've, I've, I've heard interviews with him before and he does give off that genuine feel and it's just really it's really really sad when you see the good guys go and it's scary at the same time like if you're a person who wants to do good in life and you kind of you really you really want to do what is best or what is moral and ethical and then you come to find out that everybody everybody in in in, you know in mostly everybody in the world are like you know doing some shady stuff and getting away with it meanwhile the good guys are going it's 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 just it, it it really really boggles me and i i so man i just i really my heart goes out to him his son his family he is a true hero everybody has said it it's unanimous every i haven't heard one person say one bad thing about him and it's just you know it's just sad but if you could take any positivity to it is that he died a hero and what i really really appreciate about the story is that between him kobe um there was another guy that was that was reported that was saving an old lady from a fire when firemen were trying to just you know were taking too long packing up their equipment to try to save her he just went in rushed in pulled her out and saved her as a black man i'm very proud of every one of these people for being great fathers for being great heroes because for far too long my culture and my community have been looked at in such a negative way or a stigma or whatever like that and we're starting to we're seeing it it's always been there but now we're really starting to see it and it's starting to come out like we 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 are not the stereotypes that people think and i'm really really glad to that we're seeing this type of positive positive you know visual and look and presence so we could have a new inference that people can draw. So we have a new perspective that people can draw upon black men. So, you know, it's unfortunate that it that has happened. But if you could take anything from this is that, you know, he was a great father and he went out of his way to save his son. And you can't be more honorable than that. So rest in peace, Shad Gaspar, for that. And then we got some other unfortunate news. And... um this was this one's really hit, this one hits hard. Um, Hannah Kimura of Stardom Wrestling of the uh, reality show in Japan called uh, Terrace House died at the age of twenty-two by way of suicide. This is after this the trolls on social media what they always do and what they always try to accomplish is to tear somebody down 
bashed her online for some stuff that she did on a sh- on the show or on a reality show. And this is why I hate reality shows in general. I, I really hate the idea of reality shows. It, it it it's deplorable to me, and it opens up the floodgates for people to do what they do. And now this you, it, it's a matter of cause and effect. This young was once young, beautiful, twenty-two-year-old uh, professional wrestler who was said to be aimed to be one of the top stars in stardom. Just couldn't take it. It couldn't take all the the trial, the the, the pain and, and and the trolling that was going on in online and social media. And as a result, and she, I guess she had nobody to talk to, or she just, you know. She was going through a lot in her mind. She wrote some really cryptic tweets. And it resulted in her ending her life. Many have agreed that this is all basically the result of people trolling her online or just trolling in general online. And we need to stop. We absolutely need to stop. You can rewind. You can fast forward this if you want. You can not even listen to this episode because I'm putting on a forum on a soapbox. But I don't care. We as a community need to be much better, not just in our country and in the world, not just from a cultural standpoint, from a worldwide standpoint, because this happens everywhere. And this is obviously because this was Japan. We on the Internet, we on social media feel that we are entitled so entitled that we can you know we can think we could berate everybody online we think we can tear people down just because they're doing some really cool things in life and it's a shame it's it's not fair it's not fair to them and it's really not fair to the people trolling because what it is is that people who are trolling or hurting these people or trying not to support these people or or because I've been through this, but I tend to have a different way of handling things. It's it's people need to really take responsibility for everything that they do and everything that they say. And I hope that those who were trolling her take responsibility and, and feel some type of sympathy or regret of what they've done because yeah everybody's blaming the people who were trolling her and led her to do this and you can make a fair sake that like yeah she ended her life and nobody told her to do that or whatever but guess what mental health is a serious thing and it takes a toll on people it takes a toll on people it's I mean, not just from the people who are getting trolled on, but from the people who are trolling too, because guess what? There's the saying that hurt people hurt people. So even the people that are, even the hurt people that are hurting people are hurt for some reason. And they're going through some stuff as well. We have to do better. We have to be, we have to not be afraid to reach out. We have to not be afraid to admit what is going on with this why are we why are we resenting ourselves for things? Why are we being jealous for things? Why being envious for things? Why are we hurting other people online? Why are we not supporting people more? 
We have to do that. We have to be more community. We have to really, truly understand what community means. We really do. Because this needs to stop. This was... This young lady... It's a... It, it really is. It's, it's a shame. With that said, for, to friends and family out there, I, I it's it's really it's really sad. It, it really is sad for the friends and family of Hana Kumoda. Thoughts and prayers with you, and rest in peace, Hana. You didn't have to go. I wish somebody would have saved you. And I hate to put that on a on such a note, but it, it is what it is. The, you know, the thing is, too, the originally my intro notes was going to be giving a and I'm still going to do this. A big happy birthday to my one of my good friends, uh, Molly Flanagan, whose birthday was this week. I uh, wish it was under lighter situations, but, um, and not only that, but the fact that she was quarantined when she had her birthday this year, that, uh, that, you know, that really didn't spring things either, but all this stuff happened amongst that too. So it's like, we need 2020 will go down in history as possibly the worst year of all time, overthrowing 2016, which just had consistent deaths. But now this is just far worse and it's just crazy. So, all right, but I digress. Let's move on to some lighter news here. We're going to kick it up. We're going to kick it off and we're going to keep going and keep it moving. This week on Talk Time Live, we're going to talk about the movie that I have been trying not to <laughs> get into, um, or, but I've been avoiding for far too long, but I finally decided to check it out, and it is Bloodshot starring Vin Diesel, um, which it was one of the movies that unfortunately, was, it was it was literally just in theaters right before the lockdown with, uh, with COVID-19, and it, it immediately went into digital, and I managed to uh, wait it out until they the rent uh the rent uh abilities came out and now it's up for rent and it was like for what it was like 4.99 5.99 to rent it and um so i checked it out and uh, we're going to talk about that in our talk topic today but we also got some really 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 big news in the world of dc from different fronts uh dc and warner brothers because uh, a lot of stuff came out this week so let's not waste any time anymore folks let's find out what's new in the world of acmg and now it's time to find out what's new in the world of ACMG. All right, so the first order of news that I want to bring up is regarding uh, CW's Batwoman, which uh, ended last week. The first season has ended. The season finale came and all things considered considering that they had to cut down from 22 episodes to 20 due to COVID-19 they managed to really salvage everything going on and give it the proper ending that it needed to at least continue on the second season which which they were renewed for however right after the uh, season ended last week we just got word from all sources of media that uh, that apparently Ruby Rose 
is Kate Kane no more as she leaves her role in Batwoman after the first season of the hit show. And the show is a hit. The show was, re- like I said, the show was renewed for a second uh, season. And the now the studios, ha- and, and when I say the studios, uh, CW and uh, Berlanti Productions have the unenvied task of recasting the lead role. Ruby Rose made a statement saying, uh, and I quote, I have I have made a uh, the very difficult decision to not return to Batwoman next season. Uh, Rose said, this was a decision I made light. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Let me refer, let me repeat that. This is not a decision I've made lightly as I had the utmost respect for the cast crew and everyone involved with the show in, in both Vancouver and Los Angeles. I am beyond uh, appreciative to Greg Berlanti and Sarah uh, Shester. And, and I'm hoping I might have butchered that name and the Carolina uh, Carolyn uh, Dries for not only giving me the incredible opportunity, but for welcoming me into the DC universe. Uh, they have so beautifully created. I agree. Thank you, Peter Roth and Mark uh, Petowich and the team at Warner Brothers and the CW who put so much into the show and always and always believed in me. Thank you to everyone who made season one successful. I am truly grateful. Now, upon that statement and announcement, there were mixed reviews on her uh, on her decision, as some fans are upset about her decision based on some stories of her doing this before. Uh, I there was also rumors that said that she uh, had some issues with Orange Is the New Black and. And I don't know how true that is, but that's that was kind of the word that was going around the internet. Um, many who believe that you know, the reason for her uh, leaving the show may be based on an injury that she suffered a while back. However, reports have now come out and said that she uh, did leave the show due to long working hours that was the uh, man that was demanded by the role, and that wasn't happy uh, that she wasn't happy working on the show. All right. To her credit, she did get an injury, and there are some worries. Once you get an injury, I think it's almost like the equivalent of like getting being in a, a fight, rather mixed martial like a combat sport fight, like being a um, mixed martial arts or boxing, and getting hit for the first time. And when you first, when the first time you get hit, you don't know how to react if you're not used to getting hit. So even if they claim that that's not, it's a possibility that may have put in a bit of a damper on her as well i mean you never know but if it is true that she is known for doing this then i mean who knows and nobody truly really knows there are people on the internet who claim that they know or got it and understand it but it's just more like they just want to get their word out but sometimes the word has no real merit or or information i had this situation with somebody in our acmg facebook group in regards to this and this person claimed that they read the article they did not i it was obviously it was obvious that they did not read the article they only was basing their opinion on the headlines which is one of the biggest things i cannot stand is when people give their opinion about something that they didn't read thoroughly about and why is it so hard to people wanting people to read articles i i don't get it but i digress um and come to find out that the source that this person was referencing from because 
the things that she was saying did not match what was being said on all of the articles that I've read on this from valid sources, by the way. And the person was like when she showed the source, the source was nothing but a person, you know, ranting and giving his opinion on his post. And I was like, okay, that's that's not credible. That's not by any means credible. And it it matches nothing to what has been said on the article. So people, I say I will always say this on this show. Please read thoroughly and research before you give any opinions or or false knowledge because that's part of the reason why things go out there people want to be smart but they don't want to do the things to be smart (laughs) that's all i'm saying but i digress again so basically at this time it's 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 going to be crazy because with covid19 hitting hard on cable and tv productions uh and how in movie productions as well it will be interesting to see how will um how they will find a new lead for the actual show as well as uh when they are going to be able to start production again now i'm not the central COVID 19 news here but i have been hearing some really interesting things lately don't just quote me what i say on because it's just it's just what i've been reading in some cases but there may be so much more to it and things change rapidly but i've heard vaccines has been uh successful and they've reached advanced stages and then there's also articles now also that japan has been pretty good and they're about to reopen majorly uh with uh, a decline now so but anything could happen from now to then this is the road to august (laughs) for me especially to see how things are going to go from there so um anything's possible people think that it it, you know we won't get a vaccine to the fall or or a new year but we are i do believe also that there's a possibility that we are in an advanced stage of our evolution that technology can actually you know make it work and if you heard that that was actually my uh amazon device (laughs) going crazy for some reason so sounds like delivery time um but it, it, it um, we don't know so we'll see and if that's the case if we get everything running fully by August that means Keystone Comic Con is coming and New York Comic Con is coming and then everything else would come down and we get to see our movies and Black Widow comes out but we'll see we just need to be patient right now <laughs> so but as for Ruby Rose I don't know we'll see what happens with her next and see what happens uh, I just tell you this I tell you this with everything I just said in the intro of this show I ask anybody who's listening, and if you are one of those people who are go on Twitter or whatever like that, or go on Instagram and all that stuff, let the woman leave. let the woman breathe. Whatever you think about why she did or what she did or whatever or how how work ethic is or whatever like that, let it be. Don't lash out. Don't displace your anger out on it, because this is the problem, the entitlement problem I keep talking about. It happened. Let it happen. We have our opinion. Just let it be. Just let it be. And stop thinking that we have all the answers. Because if we had all the answers, we wouldn't be sitting on our asses here. We would actually be in the actual industry that we're always fanning, uh, fanboying and fangirling about and, and doing it. That's all I'm saying. It's like, if you really want to be that much of an expert, you know, then pursue 
the end pursue the industry that you love so much pursue it further hell do what i'm doing right now you know uh talk to this talk to people in the industry stuff like that you know get involved but don't just sit on your ass thinking that you're an expert or you or you're some form of mensa member that can figure things out on the fly no there's so much more to everything that you think you know that no it just isn't so continuing on the dc front we're going to move on to movies hbo max comes out this week on the 27th uh you know i gotta admit hbo max i am not i'm still not going to invest in it because i got so many different like i got way too many streaming networks right now and netflix is still going strong and hbo max seems to be the rival the, the right you know it's funny too because i used to call it i i to this day i still call netflix the streaming version of uh hbo and now hbo is actually coming so it's going to be interesting because they're really trying to give us what they should have been giving us a long time ago and they're coming off strong one of the biggest announcements that they've come out with so far Amongst all of the new shows and all the shows, the HBO shows that we will be able to watch in there, the biggest announcement that blew up this week is that Zack Snyder's Justice League will be exclusively released on their streaming network. HBO Max will release the movie in 2021 after years of fans wanting to see the unreleased work of the famed director of many epic movies. Snyder announced that this news during a Q&A after a virtual screening of Man of Steel, which I have said many times, I actually like Man of Steel. There was nothing wrong with Man of Steel. Um, people, it, the only thing people were keep focusing on is the fact that he killed somebody. I, that's, shut up. Anyway, <laughs> this was requested heavily after Snyder had to step down uh, from post-production of the movie when an unfortunate tragedy occurred in his fa- in his family's life, uh, which was very, very sad um, to hear. As you recall, uh, the original Avengers director, Joss Whedon, gladly stepped in and finished production of the film, which led to a lighter version of of what fans uh, were expecting uh, because all of Zack Snyder's versions were kind of a dark version of everything was going on so um, he stepped in and made this version and fans believe uh, would be that, that there was a darker vision coming from Snyder's version if we would if if he would have finished um, now subscribers of this new app will be able to see this film in its original uh, version and we'll be able to decide finally whether Zack Snyder had the true definitive hit in his hand after all you know which will be interesting it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if um, it was better because this if it's honestly if it's successful this can truly revitalize things this might even bring Henry Cavill back this could possibly bring well, I don't know about Ben Affleck because they got a. Uh, they possibly could because the Batman that they're creating could be based on a different Batman, if I'm correct, uh, with Robert Pattinson on here. So it's possible. It's very possible that if this thing is successful and it, it really brings a better perspective that they wanted us to um, see, and it, it's more enjoyable and intense and and gritty, 
it could work it could absolutely work so we'll see i i think if it's possible when it comes out in 2021 i may just probably spring for a month of the service and just to check it out and review it because it i i think that's the one thing well that and the new boondocks um series that's coming out on there too is the two probably two things that i'm really interested in in their library as well but it's just like right now it's like all right it's netflix it literally is netflix right now technically netflix is hbo in a sense but netflix is still coming out with some strong content right now and uh it's hard it's gonna be hard for me to really say like all right if i'll get rid of anything it'll probably be i don't know i uh, disney plus is not going anywhere because by the time that comes all of the new all of the new uh marvel shows are going to be coming out which i hopefully they i pray that they uh i'm just praying that they finish production on that um there's also other things that are coming out on the marvel front for that so i'm not getting rid of that at all uh could it be hulu who knows <laughs> i got a lot i got a lot of streaming networks right here man it, it some of them was like it's questionable it could be it really could be so we'll see folks that is all i have for what's new in the world of acmg we're going to take a break come back and i am going to review and talk about bloodshot and what grade will i have for this wait, wait, wait has it was it better than what i expected who knows we'll see we'll do that right after this Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. TalkTomLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTomLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! This is Tom Gibbis, the voice of Shikamaru Nara from Naruto, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. And it's not a drag. Do it. And now it's time for our top topic of the week. Ready? Fight! All right, folks, we are back with our talk topic of the week, and it is my review of Valiant Comics Bloodshot, the movie, which is starring Vin Diesel. This is the adaption to the Valiant Comics series, which uh, premiered in uh, in 1992, I believe, during the big boom period of comic books. And God, we need another boom period for that genre. I swear to goodness. Like, I know, like, comic books have big, like, comic book movies have been doing it, but like, jeez that genre needs a resurgence definitely it absolutely does it really really does so hopefully we uh, down the line we step into something too and people actually read for once but i digress after months of avoiding paying full price for this movie because i was a little bit skeptical wasn't completely confident about it you know bloodshot starring vin diesel was indeed a pleasant surprise i was very happy about this um and i'll just be honest vin diesel he he has a lot of cliche you know formulaic type of action movies but that doesn't mean that they're not good you do kind of already 
telegraph what's going on or you already predict what's going to happen. But that doesn't mean that it's not fun. You know, it's just how they put it together and how they produce it at the end of the day. Um, And I was I liked it. I really like it. It was a very it was more than watchable. It's actually, you know, it's one of those movies that it may not be everybody's speed, but at least it's an entertaining movie. Um, It kind of reminded me. I, there was a few movies it kind of it kind of vibed me on a few different movies that it reminded me of but um there was a hint of blade some uh some of uh some like michael bay movies you know and it there's some scenes that are just reminded me of michael bay and then there were others like it had a robocop feel to it um and you know it, there was a combination of things to make this and i honestly it was just it was just a great fun superhero comic book sci-fi type of deal um everybody in it did a pretty good job it was enjoyable nothing really bad stood out at all i mean it just was it's not the best thing in the world but i i really enjoyed it for what it was um i'm just gonna go right down to it i mean the story is really interesting you got um a the guy uh you know, a guy named Ray uh, Garrison, played by Vin Diesel. He's a soldier. He's one of the top soldiers. He was killed and made into a sort of an assassin, sort of kind of, uh, to take out, you know, villains that he felt or thought that was a threat, a big threat to him. And for some reason, but uh, we're going to get down to that and more. And there's a lot of things that unlocks and uh, you know unravels as things go on and how this plays in but let's go into the performances of this everybody in the movie did a fairly good job portraying their roles and me i'm coming in as a person who did not read the comics because like back then the hottest comics to read for the like the more popular comics was of course the three image uh marvel dc and then everything else was like every the second tier stuff was like dark horse valiant comics and uh some of the other ones out there and then more, more of the indie ones out there but which is why i was surprised that like people are really stretching to get this now um get comics from like they're really hollywood is really searching to try to get something outside of marvel and they may have gotten something here with bloodshot but i don't think it's gonna at the end of the day it's gonna really make any big noise that people are going to be clamoring to see maybe another one i mean i'm pretty sure that they are capable of making another one and i think it'll be good but this just had a big like i said this have a big robocop blade vibe for me in this but um no nah, it was really cool nothing really stood out as far as uh performances but i will say that guy pierce who is uh justin hammer on uh on iron man 2 he, he, I'm, not, I'm sorry and he wasn't just a hammer on iron man 2 he was um Oh, I forgot the guy's name who did a, a strip. Um, um, he was an Iron Man three, the villain of Iron Man three, and um, he in this one he played Doctor Emma Harding, and he does play a he does really good being casted as the evil futurist slash scientist of this deal. So he, I mean, he was pretty much that same kind of that same character from Iron Man three, but just a little. Nah, it was pretty much the same. It was pretty much the same there. Um, except he just had a metal arm instead of an extremist arm in this it, this time around. But um, it felt kind of obvious to me that he was eventually going to turn on Ray Garrison, but still portrayed a role solidly as possible. Uh, actually, you know, actually, if you want to talk about roles that really stuck out to me, 
It was from New Girl actor uh, Lamont uh, Morris as Wilford Wiggins with a Brit with a Brit accent. And I, you know, and, and what I like about it because I can't really tell you, like Michael Burhan will kill me if I even try to even understand what. Like I, I'm not even going to pretend to know what makes a really good Brit accent. Um, no more than he can tell me what can make a good American accent as well. But. I can't, I, I, you know, it, it sounded fluid or act, you know, it sounded pretty fluid, but I can't tell. I, I, I'm not the person who can really tell you whether the accent is fluid or accurate, but I found it to be very entertaining. And it wasn't like he was talking, he had really big lines. The lines that he had were short, sweet, and it just, you know, got to the point, hit the, hit the comic uh, points and it was cool. I liked it. So if anybody stood out, it was him to me. Um, while, you know, th- there was some memorable, I mean, like, Eliza, uh, what was it? Isa Gonzalez. She, I mean, if anything, she was hot as hell. She played her role. It was as solid as can be. It was the cliche hot uh, female uh, heroine character who just does the catwalk thing, goes back, and, you know, while she's kicking ass, it's still like walking like she's modeling at um, Fashion Week. So, you know, it is what it is for her, but she did pretty good as well. But she's just. I mean, she was just nothing. I think felt like she was just there to really give you the, you know, standard hot uh, looking female badass in there. So it is what it is. Um, well, let's talk about the uh, moments in this. There's some moments that I, I want to definitely bring up here in my notes. Um, while the movie started off like a Michael Bay movie, it then turned into a Robocop like premise, like I've been saying, when Ray gets weaponized by Dr. Hardy. So, uh, Eliza Gonzalez, uh, I'm sorry, Isa Gonzalez, um, was, I mean, was extreme eye candy, but for the most part, uh, uh for most of the movie she was anyway, but she did get her, uh, shine near, like right about close to the end when she got to, you know, battle and dominate anyone that was in her way. And this was the part where she, um, she was kicking everybody's ass, uh, a la Trinity, and then she had this moment where she blew up all of the uh, they all of the servers in the in uh, in the building, and it just led to this really cliche, formulaic slow mo walk moment where everything explodes as she walks away, without like running for her for her you know in fear of danger, <laughs> and just fully confident because she is you know pretty much a, a cyborg at this <laughs> at this point um and that was, that was the situation with dr harding anyway dr uh, emma harding anyways like he was he portrayed as a doctor who you know he enhanced the military he enhanced soldiers who were in battle and were injured and or are um pronounced dead and he was doing this experiment that was able to revitalize you know the soldiers back but also give them all these enhancements so all the blood in ray garrison aka vin diesel um the blood his blood is now full of nanites so the net that which i thought that was cool so like the nanites will always repair torn uh ligaments and, and you know parts of his body up if whatever he got shot up or everything so he was the only one that pretty much you know beat this this experiment he, he was the one able to survive it pretty much so that was one of the cool parts of the film too i like the way they did out and now again i'm not sure if that matches what was going on in the comic but for me 
I like what they did. I, one of these days, I'm going to watch Comics Explained and see if it actually holds up um, to it, because I'll be really interested to know what's the contrast between the movie and the actual comic itself in there. So I know um, my man from Comics Explained actually is probably going to have a very detailed tutorial um, or detailed video explaining the uh, the contrast of the two. So um, we also, and in, uh, in the beginning in the beginning this is really this moment this is the best moment to me of this um because this is the part where everything started flipping around, flipping up and everything made sense there were some things that were confusing me in the beginning uh but it made sense by the time so the, the writing in this movie was tight and that's what I, I think that's why i enjoyed it better because they actually made things make sense in here and i was able to put it all together and it actually worked so in the beginning it showed ray with his uh love uh with his love gina garrison who played who's played by westworld star uh tatula uh, raleigh i believe uh coming back to the front of military mission only for uh him and her his wife or supposedly or uh, what apparently is his wife what he believes um to be kidnapped and tortured for government information they got this guy he's dancing around he's one of those charismatic you know crazy psycho bad guys or whatever he's playing psycho killer uh in a meat locker or whatever like that it it was just another formulaic cliche moment and ray tells the charismatic leader and i'm just going to call him that because it, it reasons why we'll talk about later um he tells the charismatic leader that um he doesn't know anything or on any of the information and not to harm gina ray then looks at gina tells her that everything will be okay which then you know it's not you you know what's going to happen at this point so the leader is which i'm going to call him or them the leader of the gang in fact looks at her and tells her it will not be okay any officer he kills her right in front of ray and this makes um ray go on, go on a warpath wishing hoping vengeance so kill him now and in fact the guy actually does kill him which then that's when it leads to ray waking up in dr uh harding's uh lab and everything goes on and he gets really um pissed off and uh you know he figures out finds out he has all these new abilities and he doesn't remember anything at first but you know when in an interaction with gonzalez uh with gonzalez or the character that gonzalez plays i forgot the name of her uh of her character but you know when she when uh he actually got together with her and they played the music that he that would reflect his memory back he went on a warpath to find the guy and somehow some way he his new abilities consist of him being able to hack into mainframes and servers to find the person that he want which is something that was already set up in the beginning for him to do uh which is very interesting the first time he decides to go uh, go on his own and he finds the man responsible for the alleged uh, death of gina and kills him the interesting part in this is that the guy who was the leader of this gang acted very differently and less fearless than he was when he first met when he first uh, met him and he supposedly killed gina and ray we find out later on 
and learn that the entire scenario was supposedly led to Ray that that was supposedly led to Ray and Gina's death was nothing more than a projection or a projected sequence and scenario created by um, to make Ray take out Hart, uh, Dr. Harding's targets. The whole I thought when it reached that part, I was like, okay, now this is awesome because I've never really technically seen anything like this before in this way so i thought this was really cool I, I don't recall it watching any other movie that i remember that they did this so this was the interesting part and again i, I don't know if this was any part of the actual um comic or whatever like that so again i, I would be really interested to find out um you know amongst all that when and when, he, when you start to figure out that like not only was the guy not like never killed his wife but his wife or his girlfriend or whatever she is is still alive but he goes to visit her and finds out that not only did they break up because he never stopped going back to the military and doing missions but it was five years later so there's the spawn element <laughs> in this you know in his story as well so amongst all that a lot of cool special effects and action in the movie that kept me satisfied throughout the movie the special effects look you know tight. like i said it, the special effects look really tight um it, it was it was pretty good I, I like what they did with it nothing that blew me out of the water or anything but you know before that or anything i haven't seen before but it was good enough so overall this movie was fun i really i really enjoyed it it was worth watching i again it's sad that it got it suffered um box office sales and unfortunately it might even suffered even um you know sales on digital but it was a movie that not many people knew about like it, i mean based on a comic book character that not a lot of people did even comic but some comic book i would say more hardcore comic book fans of the 90s know about this character i don't know if he's still like a big hot thing today and whether it, you know it, it's selling like that but um they did something good with it and i thought vin diesel did a pretty good job as this and hopefully they'll follow it up hopefully they'll follow it up with at least another sequel to see if they can hang once everything gets back into the swing of things but it was worth checking out so if you haven't checked out bloodshot if you were as skeptical as i am i am here to tell you that you don't need to be skeptical this is actually a good fun you know movie it, it, it all else like i i'm not going to rate it up to any marvel studios movies because you can't <laughs> it is as a comic book movie as an action movie as a sci-fi movie it's just solid it's a solid movie so you know i I'll, i will give this an a i will give this a solid a i really enjoyed it i said there was nothing aside for being i can't fault it for being formulaic it just it is what it is but there were some things that did stood out and some of the plots that were really good and and you know everything stuck so I, you know, it, I think it was pretty, it, I, I, I can't give it a B because I thought it was better than it was for a B or B plus, actually a B plus to A minus, I would possibly say, but I'll give it a solid A. It was worth, it was worth watching. Actually, it's worth getting on DVD or whatever, Blu-ray or whatever that you could get it in as well. So that will do it, folks. That is it for this episode of Talk Time Live. Thank you guys very much. Again, um, we're in some really, really interesting times, but hopefully i'm able to keep you guys entertained but give you some real i am not just here to entertain but i'm also here to educate you in in some cases um you know with guests that we have and just keep it real as possible man it's like we, we trying to all keep together and, and stay together as, as positively as possible speaking of guests this week 
on Talk Town Live exclusive. Uh, the the uh, Shantae and the Seven Sirens is coming out this week on the 28th. And to celebrate that, I have invited Matt Bozen, who is the creative director of Way Forward Games. And uh, he is coming on Talk Time Live to talk about Shantae and the Seven Sirens, which is the latest Shantae Half Genie Hero series, as well as we're going to talk about the 30th anniversary of Way Forward. So it is awesome. It, not only that, but I'm going to have to find out whether, you know, how is COVID-19 affecting the company as well? So it'd be interesting to talk to him about that and much, much more this week. Also, select start. We're going to be re- now. I won't review Shantae in the uh, in the Seven Sirens till a week after because it's coming out on the twenty eighth. Um, but also this week, the big surprise that we heard uh, quite a, um, a couple weeks ago is coming this week on the twenty seventh, the day after Memorial Day, Tuesday. Mortal Kombat Eleven Aftermath is coming, and I'm going to review that this week. I am dying to play this game. I am so ready for this game and it, it's just it, it's awesome it's gonna be awesome so uh get ready i'm gonna review that we're gonna find out how the follow-up to uh the best fighting game of last year is and this could revitalize this to be the best fighting game this year <laughs> so uh, i'm looking forward to it it's gonna be awesome and then next sunday i will be reviewing because i knew this was coming ghost in the shell sac to, uh, 2045 on Netflix which is now dubbed I knew they were going to do that and it, I knew it wasn't going to be long before they get the dub version and so I was like I'm going to hold off until the dub version come and I'm going to get the chance to check that out and talk about that next week so we got it we got you covered we definitely got you covered I want to say two two things I want to say um, we talked about Bloodshot having to go straight to digital because of the COVID-19 um, another movie that I'm going to say real quick to check out on netflix and that is the lovebirds like this is a great couples flick if you're if you're with your wife if you're with the girlfriend uh at home quarantined this movie is great Issa ray uh and uh kamal uh Nanj- uh what is it nanjani who is going to be one of the stars of marvel studios the elementals uh is on this movie they're they're executive producers and it's a story about them getting ready to break up when they're going through some type of a murder scandal and they're on a run throughout the whole entire thing it's hilarious it's great go out of your way to check it out and it's on number three on netflix uh us list too so go out of your way to check it out hell even if you're not if even if you don't have um you know anybody with you right now if you're single whatever um it, the movie's great the movie's great but it's a great couples uh movie definitely and as i mentioned at the very beginning of the show please people let's stay more positive let's be more let's be kind to each other let's stop the trolling and the envy and everything like don't be don't be afraid to reach out don't be afraid to let anybody in and if you need to if you're in an acmg facebook group or you need to come in an ACM, uh, acmg facebook group check us out um go to facebook dot com forward slash groups forward slash acmg1 the only thing i ask is that you come in as you no trolling your your uh profile account has to be five years or over you have to have legitimacy to it meaning we see who you are you have to be 18 or older we don't want the it's about community it's about love so you don't have to be afraid creating a burner account to be on this page just be you because that 
having a burner account is not being social being you having you being able to show your face not being afraid to show you not being afraid to be you come on to the group talk to us be a part of us like we this is what we are into um this is what every facebook group should be into so definitely check us out there facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash acmg1 you can also um you know look for friends and and if anybody out there reach out to your friends uh you know, shout out to my man Andre Bennett on our ACMG Facebook group because he pointed this out too. Go check on your friends, check on loved ones, check on some people every once in a while. See how they're doing. You never know what's going on in their world. And um, just look about, check them out. And if you don't even have that, call. The, there's a lot of helplines out there. I The one I'm going to give you is just one of many, but this is a good one. Call the National Alliance of Mental Illness at 1 800 nine five zero nami or six two six four that number again is one eight hundred nine five zero nami which also is the you know the numeric version of that is six two six four so go out of your way make this happen help somebody look out for each other let's build let's build more than we break let's build more than we break people because we do not need any more of this going on this year Let's try to decrease all of this. COVID-19, trolling, depression, mental, all this mental health. This is mental health month. And to keep hearing stuff like this, it's just, it's just bad. So, folks, thank you for taking the time to listen to the show. You can listen to us on TalkTimeLive.com. As always, you can check out all of our interviews and all of our episodes there. You can go to the exclusive page on TalkTimeLive.com as well or type in TalkTimeLive.com dot com forward slash exclusives you can also check us out and download and subscribe and support us on spotify iHeartRadio, apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher podbean pocket cast and all amazon devices i'm, I'm finally getting the, the rhythm with all this so <laughs> so we just check us out keep supporting us and uh, i appreciate all of you i love all of you out there this is all about love of our favorite fandoms but also our family as well so let's keep us alive and strong through all of this that will do it people on behalf of myself this is Dak Xavier Josiah saying learn to let go live life and love all things anime comics movies and games this is ACMG presents talk time live I am out of here people have a great week Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.